and welcome to the Village Traders Podcast. I'm your host, Njabulun Band. This podcast is aimed at helping you experienced traders navigate the markets and learn from other traders. This is episode number 31. In this week's episode, I'm chatting with Regan Wagner as he's taking us through his journey into the financial markets, his lessons, trading principles, and some more. When recording this interview, we did experience a bit of latency in our conversation due to network problems. However, this was a great conversation. Please do, um, I do apologize for that. Uh, please do enjoy our conversation. Hi, Regan, man. How are you doing? Great, Jebolo. Um, can't complain. Uh, yeah, uh, lovely Monday, I guess, in my part <laughs> of the world in Durban. Yourself? Uh, all is well, man. All is well. Cannot complain too much. Thank you for borrowing us your time, man. Um, without any further ado, let's, ju- let's just jump straight into it. Uh, please do take me through um, your journey into the financial markets, how it all started um, to, 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 um, to now, you know, the instruments you, you started trading, uh, you, started, you started with, you know, when, when it comes to trading and the instruments that you're trading now, if they're different. Okay, let me try to answer that first part of your question. Um, so I first jumped into markets and my first taste of the financial markets was back in 2006. And if I recall, the JSC used to do roadshows around the country. And I was in Richards Bay at the time. I think I was in school, if I'm not mistaken, or in my final years in school. And the JSC guys had a presentation there about what financial markets are, and it was free to join. So, yeah, chasing money or whatever, or, or, or dreams of money, so to speak. So I went for the conference and very fascinated by this whole thing that, like, you can make money from anywhere in the world from a computer and a laptop. I was like, crazy, really? <laughs> and then, from, from that point, I think I waited it out for a good couple of years. I, I, geez, at least four or five years later, I think in 2010, when I saw a video of Simon Brown on YouTube, I think that's the first time where I got a rough idea of how to actually trade and the platforms that are available to do it and stuff. Um, Yeah, and it was obviously not very well practiced because I looked at the video and my first instincts were this is easy. This is an easy way to make money. Um, Opened a trading account and I think at the time, I think GT247 had just started um, operations. I speak under correction, but I think it was GT247 that had just started. And I traded through them. And... Opened a small account. Um, opened a small account. Uh, traded, traded, traded. One lost, one lost. Blew up the account. Closed down the trading from from that from that year on. And I think in 2012 I picked it up again. Uh, yeah, opened another account. Small amounts of money. Small amount of cap capitalized it with a small amount of money. Trade, 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 uh, blew that account up. And eventually in 2016, I said to myself, okay, 
I need to get more serious. I need to get more well-versed in this. And I basically started reading up as much material as I could. And to be quite honest, um, what I did discover at the time is I did have a problem with access to information about mm -hmm. markets. And so for some reason in 2016, things just became easy. Like all this information was easy to find. It was easy to read up, go on the net. There were lots of YouTube videos about it suddenly. So something changed. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was my attitude. And yeah, man, um, 2016, Oprah capitalized an account um, and been trading ever since. But also once again, um, smaller uh, smallest capitalizes a very small amount of money and second of the question would be i actually followed what simon brown was teaching which was um indices at the time mm -hmm. so it was trading indices mainly um and obviously uh simon brown is is a big advocate of of trend following so that's what i got into i became a trend follower um and because I had discovered by my own experience uh, that day trading was is a harsh game. So I knew what it was like to blow up your account like in a day trade. So so um, when Simon's um, knowledge, when I when I eventually got Simon's knowledge, I was like, okay, no, so this is a long, this is a long game. You don't really just um, yeah, it's not a fly-by-night thing. You're not going to get rich overnight. You're not going to get rich over a year even, possibly. Um, it, it's going to take time to build up a, an account, a, a, very, a very solid account, and obviously take it from there. And it's, 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 for me, all I've learned is trading is a game of patience. Yeah, that, that's, that, and, that's very true. Yeah. Uh, what is uh, trading is a game of patience. Um, I mean, I think I've been through all of it. The the the, the chasing prices higher, getting smashed. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, not not having stop losses, getting smashed. Uh, sure, yeah, I've I've nearly experienced all of it. The only thing I haven't experienced, I guess, is like a fifty percent overnight drawdown or something. Which this was a recent revelation of mine, which was. Apparently, I don't know if you were aware of this, that an overnight drawdown in a stock, if you have a stop loss, it won't trigger. Uh, when, it, when it gaps through your stop, ne? Yeah, apparently if it gaps through your stop and it has a 50% drawdown, goodbye stop loss. <laughs> There's no stop loss. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean... Um, it, it, it was a bit of a revelation to me. I was like, geez, I've been so complacent with, I've got stops, blah, blah, blah. So I think the only platform that actually offers that is uh, IG. Yeah, IG offers I guaranteed think IG stops. is the only people that I know of right now where you have a guaranteed stop, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's one of the things that uh, I sleep easy, but, whew, yeah. <laughs> but it, but I know with, with tech markets as well, they... they they don't offer a guaranteed stop, but they do take you out of market once the price trades below your stop. They just take you out of market, whatever that gap is. But I'm not sure about a 50% gap because I've, I've, I've never experienced that so far. 
No, it's uh, basically if the stock falls 50% while you're asleep or you wake up, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say for some reason, Sasa went under overnight. When you wake up in the morning and boom, uh, I guess in the, pre, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the pre-order book, when market opens and this is saying that first 10 minutes, it falls 50%, goodbye. Yeah, and that because uh, especially uh, um, when trading single stocks, that could possibly happen. You know that 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 can happen because yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's there's often often bad news uh, are released overnight, and you know small traders like us yes. don't have you know the the open market option uh, auction uh, or the closing market auction for that matter. Very true. Very yes. true. So so, so what yeah, I- man, it's 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 been a while, right? Yeah. Sorry. I'm saying uh, uh, it's been a wild ride. It's yeah, as 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 uh, I can imagine. Um, um, you know, you, your story is not too dissimilar to 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 mine. You know, I was also introduced by Simon Brown, um, starting investing uh, um, in ETFs and index uh, indices, and started trading with indices. Um, now only now recently that. You know, I moved to to um, trading stocks, and you know, thankfully, I moved into trading stocks with a, a bit more, a, a, a much more better knowledge than I had when I started trading. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you know, a, a few years ago. Also, you know, started I picked it up around 2016. You know, stopped it, came back, stopped it, came back, stopped it, came back, until you know, about a couple of years ago, where I actually you know let me keep trying. Until you know, I find the um, um, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel. So, yeah, well, in in in. Sorry, um, Jabulo. Yeah, you can excuse, go ahead. Sorry. Um, uh, I think you can. Uh, you can excuse the delay. I mean, there's a there's a bit of a delay. You know, network is. There's a bit of delay. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Um, so what are you trading these days? Because I see you trading um, offshore markets, local markets. Are you trading single stocks or are you still trading indices? And are you still a trend So follower? still indices. Yes, um, still a trend follower. Um, I mean, one of the systems I use, which was openly, which is openly available, freely available, that is, is uh, the Simon Brown Lazy Trading System. Uh, I think a lot of people are familiar with that. I use that. And also the 721, um, the 721 uh, trading system as well. I use that for trading indices specifically. Um, I also trade JSC stocks now. Uh, and I don't have a particular reason for trading JSC stocks. Uh, I never did. Um, and I had, well, it might sound silly, but it was Simon Brown who said, you know, JC stocks didn't work for him. So he just stopped trading them. So I never traded them. So I just stayed away from them. And like now, 20, 2020 December was the first time I actually, I think the first stock I bought was Sabanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first, the first year, I, the first, the first market I traded was Sibanya, and yeah, I lost money with that. And I was thinking to myself, oh no. And I think, luckily, I mean, I don't know, but I would say that with 
with with JC specifically, I feel that maybe my 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 trading isn't that great. But because of this, there's been obviously this um, bull market that's happened, and I think it's actually it, it's really I think it's carried me forward slightly. You know, I don't think I'm as good as 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 I as as I, I make myself out to be at the moment. The bull market is 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 is. Is the bull market is, is basically creating a bit of buoyancy, which I don't like actually. It's creating a bit of buoyancy here. So yeah, jobs. I mean, to be frank, it's um, it's indices I trade, the JSE I trade, commodities I trade. Um, I've actually even had a knock at uh, treasury bonds, at at bonds. I've traded bonds. Um, what else have I had a knock at? Uh, indices etfs i have had have, haven't had very good luck with etfs uh, i've traded etfs and for some reason i haven't traded etfs where um there's like volume and they and they move higher or lower very quickly there's not much volatility in the etfs that i've yeah, traded yeah. so i stay away from etfs generally yeah there isn't much much volatility in, in the etf space but there is um, good trends in the ETF space. What once they start trending, but they can very very stable. Mm. They can goes into they can go into a sideways market for a long long while. Uh, and the spreads as well with the ETFs I've traded. I think the two that I've traded, uh, yeah, the spreads were pretty spreads were pretty wide on those. So even when I did when when I eventually did um close the trades, I was actually I think I broke even, and this was after two weeks. So. Yeah. 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 I, I, I understand you're a part-time swing trader. Uh, what What are some of the challenges that you face um, trading part-time? Um, and do you think you would be better off trading full-time once once that opportunity arises, or you you're just good, you know, trading uh, um, um, end of day? Um. And if you know, any challenges, what 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 are your workarounds? Um, around those challenges? Look, um, I, I do have the, the vision in mind of, of, of trading full-time, but it, I still think I'd be more of a swing trader, even as a full-time. Okay, so I do, my trading is a business. It's a side hustle for me right now. Mm-hmm. And if I have a vision of taking it full time, but it's still going to be. I think I I still want it to be uh, more of a swing trading uh, type of setup, so that I feel like staring at your computer screen all day at the edge of your seat isn't really a valuable usage of your time. And really, I think you know, time is short. Time yeah. is really short, and. I really believe, you know, there are, there are better ways to spend your time than sitting there watching a five-minute chart and praying, you know, <laughs> um, that it goes your way. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we don't have real-time, we don't have real-time um, charting, Archer, you know, so I think that that actually is a, is a feature you pay for. So we don't have real-time charting available to us. So those are all the types of little nitty things you need to have an advantage. So there, are, there are a lot of tools that you need to be a successful like day trader. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree with yeah, you. There are a lot of tools that you need. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you. There are a lot of tools that you need. Yeah, swing trading is far, far much better, at least from my perspective, uh, um, better than day trading because I think, you know, I have a better use for my time than just looking at, um, staring at the charts. Yeah, I mean, um, and what challenges? Oh, sheesh. I mean, being a swing trader, I, I, I honestly, I'll, I'll be honest when I say, no, I don't, I don't, I don't feel I've, I've, I have to think very carefully about this. <laughs> very carefully. Challenges as a swing trader. No, Jabs, I don't know. I, I might come back to that. <laughs> but really, as a, I think I eventually found, after being, being after going and headbutting all over the show, I eventually found something that works well with my lifestyle. Yeah, and, and I think the, the, the longer time frame that you trade, the less challenges that you, you start to face because it takes um, uh, um, lesser time to, to, to kind of trade those markets. Because, you know, I've also been, you know, toying around the idea of just trading the weekly chart and just looking at the charts over the weekends. Uh, but for now, I'm still happy trading end of day, um, um, you know, takes, you know, an hour or two of my day every evening, um, maybe 15 10 minutes in the morning if, if if i have an entry to 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 take in the morning but other than that I, I i don't necessarily feel any kind of challenges as well so yeah i'm not surprised that <laughs> you have to think long on long and hard about about that. yeah no like that's why i say eventually i think you know i've been there where i bang my head around this whole thing of trying to try trade full-time during the day and i, I mean i i, I got clubbed um, I'm not saying I'm a person who gives up and I, I wouldn't mind the challenge, but it was, it was staring, it was really literally staring at my computer screen for three hours, four hours, and you come back, take a, an hour break, and then you're staring at your computer screen again. But um, yeah, um, I mean, like I feel like, like we're saying, you know, swing trading for me, I think is, is the way to go. Um, other people obviously have their own have their own methods they probably there are people who like there are people um, i know in the trading community are actually full-time day traders yeah yeah and that's a beauty of the market man it's, it's it's a you know in perpetual motion then that everybody um who, whether you're a swing trader day trader we all we all find opportunities in the market so um, take me through your trading process and and um, like what what are the steps that you, you you take and and take me through your trading systems. What are how do you define an opportunity or how do you define an edge? Um, I know you mentioned um, someone um, lazy in seven twenty one. I'm actually I do trade the lazy on um, the Citrix forty ETF. I've been long of 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 the trade for a while now. Um, show me uh-huh. some, some 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 good green but i also trade other other stuff um when it comes to single stock so please do take me through uh, um your trading system or systems if, if you have more than one um and the process um that you that you that you um that you go through on a, on a daily basis so um i start with my charting on a friday afternoon after markets close um not a friday afternoon actually went on so i follow u.s markets as well uh single stocks there and obviously after it closes that's at 10 p.m 
uh, US uh, South African time uh, when US markets close. I will chart. I will start with the stocks I'm interested in. So basically, what I then do is it'll be I check for markets making 52 week high, uh, markets making 50 stocks making 52 week highs, mm-hmm. um, and I'll sift down from there. Uh, go into each chart, starting with the month, then come down to the weekly, and then come down to the daily. And I'm using things like uh, the EMA, the exponential moving average, a 200 uh, day uh, exponential moving average to see which side, uh, how, 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 it, how, a, um, how a stock is doing. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for things like that. And I'm looking for primary trends as well. And is a stock going up or is a stock going down? I think that's actually where I start as I'm going through the monthly and the weeklies. I'm looking for is a stock going up? What is the trend? Is the primary trend up or is the primary trend down? And I'll sift down into the weekly, see what's happening there, down into the daily. And from there, I'll be able to see, okay, um, is there using, using, for example, the 721 system, I'll be able to see via um, the, the, the moving averages crossing where exactly there's an entry for me. And I'll generally... It's 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 a hard thing to say, but I, I generally don't always have entries when my uh, my my moving averages cross over. Some I generally I generally miss them by about um, two two three candles. By the way, I use uh, uh, candles um, to in my trading. I, I don't use the bar charts and what else is there? Um, there's line um, charts, and a bunch of other things. Line charts. Yeah, I'm, 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 I, I was I, I'm from the school where we use candles, so candles are what I'm familiar with. So I generally don't seem to find a lot of entries when my average my moving averages actually cross. It's always uh, for some reason or the other. It's it's always about two candles above or two candles below. And that's where I catch my entries. And that's using the 721 system. Um, and so I'll put my entry, I'll get an entry there. And I was using it and I was using eight, I was using ATR uh, as a stop loss strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, but because uh, the bull market, which started last year, uh, yeah. So because of the bull market, I've actually adjusted from my ATR and I use a 1% now uh, stop loss because, well, yeah, it's a bull market. And uh, I, I, I've, I've noticed a general, a general trend where uh, there's not a lot of retests happening. When, so, so basically when stocks take off now, they, they go. And it's a while before a pullback comes through. Although, yes, I also do buy on pullbacks. So the same thing, I will have an entry, uh, 1% stop loss. Um, and what I'm doing as the stock moves higher, or if, it's, uh, if, if, if I'm selling, if I'm short the stock, as the stock moves lower, I keep adding to that every time there's a pullback. I literally wait for pullbacks. I'm one of those people, I had to learn it. It's, it's, is it a skill? I think it's a skill. I think we can define it as a skill. It is. You it definitely is. wait for it a pullback. Is. Because, yeah, they're, they're, same thing. I learned through experience. If you don't wait for pullbacks, <laughs> your account goes to zero. Because I've literally had a situation where um, Dr. David Paul, and this was Victorvest, 
I'd watched one of his um, one of his uh, trading videos, and he had talked about how you how you uh, double down in trades, and I did that back in the day, and I think it was the Dax, and I added added added, and I didn't have stop losses, so I had a stop loss in my initial trade, my initial entry, but I didn't have as it was doubling doubling doubling, and when it reversed, it reversed all the way right down to my stop loss and i lost all that money as i'd been doubling down doubling doubling down <laughs> I, i'm sure i lost a thousand rand straight from that trade yeah man and and that's that's um the strategy that i'm using except i do actually add stop losses and i'm i'm i'm, I'm sure you've learned to to put stop losses as you're adding to positions because yeah yeah as as you as you as you add to positions have a yeah. stop loss somewhere yeah because you you want and, you, you want your average uh, winner to be uh, bigger than your average loser very true very true so i've learned how to uh, actually add to i've now learned how to add on pullbacks so i wait for pullbacks when there's a pullback i'll add to the trade set another 1% stop loss sometimes even 0.5% of a stop loss and i let it go let it go let it go like i'm having a really great trade i have a very really great trade with the hang sing at the moment um which is the hong kong uh indice mm-hmm. um having another great trade with the nikkei which is the japan 225 which you might be familiar with yeah, having yeah. a really great trade with that i've been in that trade since november 12th if i'm not mistaken um asian markets generally generally the emerging markets but like for some reason i got stuck in the in in the in the nikkei i got stuck in the hang seng i'm also in uh taiwan um what else great trades for me uh cecil's been a great trade for me of late <laughs> oh brent i'm also in brent and the funny thing is jabulu um the really weird thing is i've been in these trades for it's about three months now. I mean, it's January 2021 right now. This is November, towards the, towards the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. I took these trades. And it's actually, it's somewhat of a new experience for me to hold, um, to hold a position in the stocks this, for this amount of time. Yeah. I, I would normally, I would have normally back in the day, after three days or whatever, without, 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 without my, without my, um, trade hitting its targets, I'd see, okay, I've made a hundred bucks here and I just close the trade and leave. So it's the first time where I think because of the bull market, um, I've been, so I've just been in these trades. I've been in those trades. Yeah, yeah I, I can relate to, to holding positions for, for, for a very, very long time. And that, that um, generally caught, caught me by surprise. I didn't expect to be holding positions this long. I thought, you know, with the volatility of the stock market, with single stocks and event risk and that sort of thing, um, I'll generally be in and out of trades within a couple of weeks or so. But there are positions that um, I've been in since like August last year. I know my Fashini trade. Yeah, man, you've been in AR. You've been in ARI for a while, though, haven't you? Yeah, I think I, I think I took that in October, and I've been adding into into African Rainbow. Um, Distel is what is another one that took a while. Um, there's a there's a few trades that 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 are, are older than a month um, at, at the moment, and it just keep adding into those positions as, for as long as the market gives me opportunities to um, to add into the position.
So you mentioned that um, uh, you, you take a 1% risk. Is it 1% of capital or 1% of price for, for your stock? No, no, 1% is my capital. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So you... you, you yeah, um, it's 1% of our capital. And yeah. then you, you calculate the position size based on that. Yeah, it used to be ATR. Like I used to, I'm saying, I used to use a, a Petri Riddling Hayes introduced me to the whole ATR <laughs> story. And yes, of course, I still, I, I still use ATRs uh, when, there's, when there's volatility. So like for some reason, if I feel like uh, trading when the market opens, which is when it's most volatile for me, in my experience anyway, um, when there's volatility, I'll use these ATR. So for whatever reason, if what did I enter? I think recently there was a bit of volatility in, in, in the brain, in brain crude. Mm-hmm. I know it's a commodity, yeah, but it was a bit of volatility in, in brain crude, I think on Friday or Thursday last week. And what I then did was I took a, I used the ATR to get into that trade. It was, so the market's been falling, I think. There's been, so there's been a bit of a, a pullback from Thursday, I think it is, in brain crude. And I bought some um, in the morning, so three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, U.S. time, I bought some, and it was a bit of volatility happening there. And it's, I'm still, I'm still. So basically, what I'm trying to say there is, the awesome part of the ATR is I'm still not stopped out of that trade. So, yeah, yeah um, I also use, uh, um, I use market structure, but I also double check with ATR because I want my stop to be at least um, two ATRs away. Um, it's often more than two ATR. Uh, but if, if um, where I want to put my stop loss is less than two times the ATR, I just make two times the ATR my stop. That's kind of how um, I'm able to stay um, this long into positions because I hardly get stopped uh, unnecessarily. Um, I've been stopped, you know, and, and watched the market come back in my direction for a while in, in, in some trades as well. But, you know, that's I'm comfortable in me doing the right thing when, when, whenever I'm trading, especially when I'm trading the stock. I don't know if you'd agree with me, Jabulo, that um, the one thing that I seem to almost not care about anymore is when I have a, 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 a loss, right? And when I say a loss, let's just say a trade is going against me like, proper and it's about to touch my stop loss i don't know if it's something where they also comes with 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 experience but like i just don't give a damn anymore yeah like it used to make i used to proper (laughs) panic like oh my gosh no i'm gonna lose money but like for some reason i just don't give a damn anymore uh i'll be honest here when i say i took a cfd position in bitcoin um two weeks ago i think it was two weeks ago and remember, Bitcoin had a 30% drawdown. I think it was last week as well, right? Yeah. I don't know if, if correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I had a 30% drawdown. I was, I, and for me, this is, is big. When I see a minus 400 rands um, position, like, okay, this position is 400 rands against me right now. Like prior to all of this, prior, in, in years prior to like now in 2020 and now in 2021, I panicked. And I just don't give a, a damn anymore. I just so I, I think that has that that has come a I've, I've come a long way in that respect. Like I, I don't really give a damn whether I, I lose a lot of money. I feel like it's school fees, 
of course, yes, I have risk management in place, but there's trades like I'm saying, like the CFD in Bitcoin, it's a risky trade, but yeah, I yeah. managed to enter it with like, I was like, oh, well, here's what I'm willing to risk in this Bitcoin trade. And fine, if it starts me out at whatever it was, I'm, I'm fine with that amount. It's cool. Like Bitcoin's volatile. So <laughs> cool. It's, it's, I think it's the one thing where it's like, it's a, well, it's a, it's a Bitcoin CFD. And it's the one thing where, one of the few uh, stocks, you might say, where it, it's almost like a gamble. And it, it, yeah, are you risking what you're risking? Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, um, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get, the point I'm making there is it's, 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 I feel like I've come a long way when it comes to taking losses. I'm not really concerned with my profits and losses. Yeah, I'm not really concerned with profits and losses. I'm more concerned about trading. Yeah, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more, man, because, um, you know, I can relate in the sense that I'm like, losses don't, you know, have a negative, uh, um, uh, you know, emotional impact on me anymore. So, no doubt does no, no. Win, uh, winning positions um, have. Yeah. So overly elated um, on, on winning positions. Obviously, it's nice to find yourself in winning positions, but yeah, yeah. my concern is just on trading my system very, very well and like, you know, executing with precision each and every time, whether, you know, I find myself in, in, in 20 losing trades in a row like I did last year. Um, I just kept on doing the exact same thing. And, you know, due to good uh, money management, I've you know, duck myself out of that hole again. Um, I can give you a quick, a quick, a quick intro uh, to what happened to me now in 2020. And I mean, I haven't discussed it, but I did have a 50% drawdown in the crash in March. Yeah. In my account, 50% drawdown. And that's a lot. And because you need a hundred percent fifty percent drawdown back to, to... exactly exactly fifty <laughs> percent drawdown and um so fifty percent drawdown and if I close out all my trades now I'll be one hundred and ten percent up. You see, um that that's and that's a, it's astounding, man. That's that's um big ups to you, man. That's that's proper and astounding. So I uh, yeah no. I, I know that you you're trading thanks, offshore markets. Yeah. I know that you're trading offshore markets. Um, how how do you manage currency exposure, or are you just trading in dollars or whatever the currency um, that you, um, that you're trading in? I I I I have so I trade both in. I have a USD account and I have a a, a red denominated account as well, which I use for the platforms we have available locally. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the only thing I, I really have, I, I feel like when I trade in dollars, I, I, so I, I still have that, there is that part of me when I'm trading in dollars where I, I have a bit of a nervous, there's still a bit of nervousness because I have the, 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 the currency converter in my mind where like, okay, I've just lost $10, that's 100 bucks. <laughs> okay it's actually more than 100 bucks it's actually more than 100 bucks i'm like okay if i need to capitalize my accounts again i'm gonna have to move over like 400 bucks so there is a bit of that when i'm trading with dollars i do have a bit of that fear 
Um, but it's not so serious. It's, it's, it's also, it's, it's, it's diminished quite a bit. Initially, when I started, it was really bad. If a position had moved against me $1 in my US dollar account, I'd close it out. That's how finicky I was. So what is that? One point, two points, and I'm closing out a position. And yeah, you could be exiting uh, um, some, 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 some good positions there as well. And that's exactly it. So I've, I've yeah, I would say, yeah, I'm comfortable, I guess, <laughs> with a $10 loss or $15 loss now. Um, yeah, I mean, for my rent side of things, I don't know if there's much for me to say there. Uh, yeah, trading in rands. Uh, what can I say about trading in rands, Jobs? Um, you know, it's <laughs> we should I say we all trade in rands, and I don't really have any. Like I was saying to you, for some reason, I'm very. I think that's the the discerning difference right there. When I'm trading in rands, I'm very calm, and I don't. As I'm saying, I I. I don't really worry about my profits and losses but with dollars it's still a bit it's still it's still there it's a little there that little bit of fear is still there yeah perhaps perhaps it's just um the matter of of converting the the, the exchanges on, on your head when you're looking at a loss or a profit yeah that's it yeah do do, do you put any any emphasis um on fundamental analysis when when you're trading particularly when you're trading um single stocks Jabulo, I, I won't lie to you. I'm 100% technical, hey? Um, 100% technical. I don't worry about news. I don't worry. I mean, there are those things that you hear now and then. Unfortunately, we're on social media. You can't help yeah, but yeah. see, oh, oil's doing this. That's, that's doing that. But like, I still, when I'm, doing my, when I'm doing my chart, when I'm doing my charting, it's something where I literally just, I, I ignore it. I've, I've, for, I've forgotten that China is having problems. I, it's not something I factor in at all. I uh, got you. Yeah, I mean, similar to me, man. I, I um, you know, I, I do, as, as, as you know, to your point, um, you know, we live on social media. You, you'll you'll hear news or you'll read news on on different companies that you are trading. Um, for example, the Aspen trade that I'm looking at, that I'm watching at the moment you know, that vaccine story will kind of play in my mind, but I don't put any, any emphasis um, um, on, on the fundamentals. I put emphasis on what the price is doing right now. I don't care what, what um, um, sense announcements do. If they work in my favor, great. If they don't, it's whatever, man. Um, so yep. let's, let, 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 let's help a new, a new trader or, um, you know, uh, any trader um, not to blow your account because you, you, you've blown accounts, you know, a, a, a few accounts that you've blown, I've blown accounts as well. <laughs> what, what, what's the one or two things that um, had you knew and understand uh, and understood then before you blew your account, um, you wouldn't have blown your account? So to any new trader out there, I would say, you know, stop losses are risk, risk management. <laughs> is something you need to familiarize yourself with. Like, familiarize yourself, know it, know it, know it, mm -hmm. right? Uh, risk management would be, I think for me, really key there because the longer time you can have not losing money. So, okay, make me make a practical example. If you have a, a, a 10,000 Rand account and if you can have proper risk management in place, mm -hmm. 
and the market has a drawdown, like it, like the market crashed like it did last year in 2020. Um, I can say something like where you can have a drawdown, but you're still in the game. Yeah. If yeah. you have proper risk management in place, you're still in the game. And I feel as if, you know, as long as you have proper risk management in place, it's like, so you have the 10,000 now, it, it, you have a bad draw, okay, you have a drawdown of some kind, proper risk management, you lose 300, 400. Mm-hmm. And the longer time you can have um, money in your, in, your, in your trading account, the longer you can stay in the game, the more time you have to learn. And it's a learning game. I mean, I learn every day. Yeah. Every day I'm learning. So I think for me, the, 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 the key thing for, I would tell a new trader is learn risk management. And then the second thing would be trust your system. If you have a trading system, trust your system. Those are the two things I tell a new trader. Yeah, and I and 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 I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. Because, um, you know, they say if you are you're, if you remain solvent for long enough, eventually you'll be profitable as a trader. And that goes to you know it goes down to risk management and and not losing an uh, and not losing an inordinate an, an inordinate amount of money on 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 a single trade. Mm. And, yes, and, and yes, you, yes. you know, you, you've watched me trade, uh, uh, you know, on the, on the Wednesday webinars that we do with Simon uh, and, and Fake Yes, Martin. I do. You, you've, you, you've seen, man, my, my, my run of losing streak, man. And the only thing that has kept me in the game is risk management. And because of that, um, I think I'm about 50% up at the moment. If I were to close all my positions right now, you know, I'll be, I'll be 50% up. Uh, Look at that. Uh, you know, and and what what I you know to add to 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 add to what you just said, I think um, with regards to 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 stop loss, I understand what a stop loss is. You know, a stop loss, um, it, at least in my mind, is a place where you are saying, based on my edge, the market is not going to go to this level before uh, um, breaching my target, and if it does, you need to accept that you know accept that risk that you may be wrong uh, because it takes a it it takes just one trader to negate um um, your positive expectancy on on any given trade because i remember uh as an example a trade that um simon brown took Uh, i think it was transaction capital you know uh, i I may be wrong but i think it was yeah yeah i think Um, yes um, there was a nice three uh, percent um, um, break on above resistance there, and then there was a ju- there was just one like literally one seller, and in, it negated um, his positive exp- expectancy. And after the tr- um, that one seller moved away, you know the the um, the, the the stock moved higher. So uh, yeah, transaction is back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what I'm getting at is. Uh, when you're saying a market is not going to go there, when it does go there, take take the loss and and, and keep it moving, and and don't um, hope and pray that the market will come back and milk you whole um, again. Because you know one of the worst things that could happen to you is um, you ignoring a stop, and it actually um, the market actually comes back and make and makes you whole. 
because it, 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 it re, that reinforces um, um, bad behavior. Yes, 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 it does. Yeah, so it, it's, 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 mm -hmm. go ahead, sorry. Yeah, so I was getting it um, is just uh, your job as a trader is um, to, 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 to make the equity line go from bottom left to top right. Um, and the first thing in yes, order, you, in order for you to achieve that, the first thing that you need to do, you need to stop it from going from top right to, 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 I mean, from rather from top left to, 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 to bottom right. You need to first. To bottom right. <laughs> <laughs> you need yeah, to first stop it from that right And, 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 you know, as long as you, because there's always five possibilities into any trade. Once you get into an, any, um, once you get into a trade, there's five possible outcomes. A, a big win, a big loss, um, small win, small loss, and break even. So your job is to eliminate the big losers because you can't, um, you 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 can't eliminate losers completely. So you can try minimize minimize. True, true, true. Um, for as long as um you're not losing any, you're not losing a significant amount of money on on a single trade. Um, you should be fine over you know an extended period of time. Maybe maybe not over you know a couple of trades, but over like a hundred trades or two hundred trades, you uh, you should be profitable if you stay solvent for long enough. That's excellent. That that is that is definitely the same thing I believe, Jabul. And the other thing I'd like to add to that as well is when you say to a new trader, look, because I've also done the whole demo with paper trading accounting. Yes. Um, Yes, you learn the platform and you learn how to trade into a certain extent, but there is this great meme on, 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 on Twitter, which I've seen where they throw a, a, a basic an infant into a swimming pool. Mm -hmm. I know if you've seen it, uh, they throw an infant, like a literal, probably four month old baby. They throw, it, they throw the baby in the middle of the swimming pool. And the analogy is there with, for me with trading is, Man, yeah, jumping in sumo sink. I, I don't know, but like I feel that the only way you start to gain the experiences, um, actually the emotion, the emotions, the emotional aspects associated with the trading, lo losses, gains, blah blah blah. The only way you're gonna experience those things is you're gonna have to jump into the. You're gonna have to jump in with an actual trading account. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree. So with real trade, real trading, real trading. You know, I mean, I, I like I'm saying I paper traded and I, I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. I can do this. <laughs> and there was a different emotional aspect attached to when I was using real money. I have no idea what it is. I, I can't explain it to to a person who's not familiar with it, but there's just a different aspect to it. Yeah. So with, with any real trader, I mean, with any new trader, it's like, you know, define the amount of money that you're willing to lose. Take that amount of money, open a trading account and trade and see what happens. Yeah. And I actually like um, how, you, how you just put that um, saying that define an amount of money you're willing to lose and, and, and trade that amount. Um, because I, I, I actually take that approach. Um, so when I, when, I, when I put money in, into my trading account, I'm saying uh, um, at least from, you know, my emotional to to side of things is um this money the market can take this can take like all of it 100% of it however it needs to do that over as many trades as many trades as possible 
I try to fight the probabilities yeah. um, by uh, ensuring that if, if I were to lose my capital, it has to be over as many trades as possible. And I run a, I, I run a 2% uh, um, uh, um, risk per trade on, 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 on my trades. I don't risk any more than two. Uh, sometimes, you know, I push it to 3% because I continuously fund my account. However, on average is around, you know, one and a half and 2%. And if, 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 if I'm risking 2% per trade on each trade, I, I will have to lose 500 trades in a row in order for me to lose all my Jeez, capital. Lord, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's an existential probability. Yeah, Unlikely. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't care how bad you are as a trader. No one is losing 500 times in a row. I don't know if you follow Garth McKenzie. Uh, mm-hmm. If you know Garth McKenzie stuff, he had an excellent, um, uh, he had an excellent video out of trading probabilities. Wasn't it on uh, just just uh, think um, just uh, just one lap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on. Um, the... Yeah, excellent with the probabilities. Yeah, with trading yeah. probabilities, like that whole. So long as you have out of every, I think it was every out of every four trades or five. I can't remember what it was, but excellent, absolutely excellent. Eh? Yeah, speaking to what you're talking about right now. Yeah, I've, I've heard God, God on the show and discussing precisely that, the game of probabilities and 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 just you know, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recommend that to any new trader out there. Have a look at that. That's one of the things you definitely should look at before you open your account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one last question, man. Before I let you go, um, what what book? Or what um, piece of content that that brought the aha moment um, for you in, in in the trading aspect? So, Mark Douglas, I have. If I could have taken a, I could, if you if you were on video right now, I would have been able to show you. I have it. I have it stuck here on my wall. <laughs> I have that. I'm a consistent winner because it's here. And I have these other five tips, which is anything can happen. You don't need to know where them. You don't need to know what is going to happen. Next, in order to make money, there's a random distribution between wi- between wins, wins and losses for any given set of variables uh, <laughs> that defines an edge. An edge is nothing more than an indication of a higher probability of one thing happening over another. Every moment in the market is unique. And I think when I realized that, and this is Mark Douglas' uh, Trading in the Zone, mm-hmm. a book I think every trader sh- should read. When, I, when that, that was my aha moment, where it was like, okay, so I can make a trade today and it could go up 20%. <laughs> okay, very unlikely, <laughs> but it goes up 2%, real, realistically speaking, goes up 2%. And there's a real possibility that I could lose everything in that trade. Yeah, yeah. So I think my aha moment was letting go of the fact that, look, you do everything you can to risk manage this trade and make sure and positive sentiments <laughs> and think positively in your direction. But the reality is you could lose that money. Yeah. Yeah. Anything and, and, can happen literally. Yeah. And that was my aha moment right there. Yeah. man. And, and similarly to me, man, reading trading in the zone by Mark Douglas completely and fundamentally changed how I trade and how I view trading and how I, uh, um, view each and every trade and 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 it helped me detach my emotions from 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 my trades and i think each and every trader in fact yeah. no. uh, 
I think you're better off reading Trading in the Zone before reading any other trading book, whether it's a technical analysis book or whatever. I think you would be better off reading Trading in the and and um every time I've asked you know short-term traders on the podcast, each and every time that book has come up. Trading in the Zone by Mark Douglas. A, a, yeah, a, no. a brilliant book, man. Uh, a brilliant book. I've been looking for a hard copy of it. Brilliant book hard to find. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where you're going to find that. I mean, other books I've read uh, in Jabula are uh, Reminiscences of a Stock Operator. Um, I also read that after Mark Douglas. Uh, and I also The Disciplined Trader. Those are the three I've read. Uh, yeah, those are the three I've read. I haven't read any others. And incidentally, um, those are my three. A lot of the... No, I'm, I'm saying, uh, incidentally, those are my three favorite books, along with um, Trading for a Living by um, Dr. Alexandra, Alexandra Elder. Haven't read them yet, and I, I'll, give those a, I'll give those a look as well. I probably have them in my, somewhere in, somewhere in one of my, <laughs> in my books to read, in one of my, one of my lists, things to do. So I, what I also do in Jabulo um, is I, contrary to, to, our, to our mentors, Simon Brown, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is contrary to what he says. Um, there are free trading systems available. There's free trading information. And our mentor believes you should never pay for information. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But I say this. In, in, I mean, I want to I wanna make money. I don't care about being right. And I say this, if you have, if you want to discover something and you have the, okay, I guess there's, there's, there are figures you can put to this, but if you have no problem losing uh, 500 rand or 200 rand, and it's some sort of system that someone says is something this and something that, and you have the capital, you have the money to, to, to look into it, Look into it. Um, and I say this because amongst, yes, so I, 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 there are these trading systems that I use and there are these specific traders that, or, or traders that I follow. Uh, but I am open to information. I, I, I listen to other, to, I listen to ridiculous traders. I listen to traders who, yeah, say my system does this and X and Y. I haven't paid more than 500 rands trying to discover these different things that everybody talks about, but be open to different systems and different methodologies of trading. Just be open to it. Um, for example, there's Siam Kid. I don't know if you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't. Siam Kid is somebody I follow as well and I listen to his videos and yeah, I mean, there's there's a myriad of them. There's Petri and there's there's other people. And what I'm saying is, everybody is different, mm-hmm. and you should be open to formulating your own opinions based on having this wealth of information. Like, go ahead, watch this stuff. But once you've created your system, or if you have a system you trust, trust your system. Stick to that, and. Don't let 
anybody else influence you once you've once you've made that system don't let any outside influences you change your mind but be open to it watch it um sheesh i mean i've i've learned from oh, i've learned so many different things from all these different people it, and i'm still learning on a daily basis you know yeah 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 keeping an open mind um does uh, especially in the beginning of your career as a trader um it will help you quite a bunch um, but once you found your system, stick to it. Don't be influenced by, you know, uh, because mm, you're going to end up don't. doing some some random trades. And, you know, random inconsistent behavior produces random inconsistent results. Matt, and with that, with that being said, thank you for borrowing very, your very time. True. Excuse me. Thank you for borrowing your time, man. This has really, really been fun. I've enjoyed our conversation. I hope to get you back on the show sometime in the future. Um yeah, man. Thank you for your time, man. I really, really appreciate it. That's it for the show this week. No. Be, sure, be sure not to miss another episode of The Village Trader by subscribing on your favorite podcatcher. We pretty much everywhere. Um, do join us um, tonight as you are listening Wednesday evening. Uh, we're, we're doing a Learn to Trade CFDs with Simon and myself, um, along with Think Markets. Do join us there. I'll leave the, um, uh, the link to that in the show notes below. Um, otherwise, you know, you know, wash your hands, stay clean, be safe. Thank you for hanging out, hanging again with us. Um, catch you again next week on the Village Trader. Cheers.